chesed, you prevent, you prevent, lamas, the Pasha Pshat means you're preventing chesed from giving your friend chesed. You're preventing your friend from doing chesed. And lamas is a remez to a dog. Shekem Belashen Yivan is kern lakav lamas. Lamas. And the Pasha is saying that anybody who's magadol lamas, which means a dog, he prevents chesed from, from being able to do chesed with his friend, which means no one's going to want to come into the house, and you're not going to be able to do chesed. I don't know why you need a pasuk for that, as opposed to being simple common sense. And he also removes your shemayim, because the pasuk continues, this maybe is a chiddush, the pasuk says, because of this he's going to lose, um, he's going to lose your shemayim. Okay, one more minute, and we'll finish the next memra. A woman entered a house, someone's house, in order to bake bread in his tanner, and she had rishus from him to do so. So she walked, She didn't just enter without rishus. She walked into someone's house to use their oven, and that person had a dog, and the dog barked and scared her, and she miscarried because of that. It's Akar Vlada, and he died. Her Vlad died. She miscarried because of that. So the Baobayas wanted to be Mephiasar, and he said something not so bright. Amala Mari the Besa, the owner of the house, said, Don't, don't worry about the dog. You don't have to worry about this dog. The Shakmi Nive, because uh, it, it took out his teeth. The Shakman Tufre, it took away his, his, um, his fingernails, it means it's, it's harmless. He can't bite you and he can't scratch you. So, so Amrle, the woman, the woman said to him, "Thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks for nothing. Now you tell me, Amrle, shkula tivusach v'shav Take, you, take your tithe that you just told me and throw it onto the thorns, which is an expression the Gemara uses a lot. Says basically saying what you're telling me is worthless. So I said, nod vlad. This is um, the vlad was already, already it's dead already. There's nothing you can do about it. This really needs a shot. This Gemara, what, why is the Gemara bringing such a thing?" And we, we could all figure out that a dog is, a wild dog is not a good thing to have in the house. Um, and we don't seem to learn anything from here other than this person was not so skilled at giving the chama. It needs a shot what, uh, what the chiddush in this is, what this is uh, all about. Um, what, it is 7.30. Um, I, I just want to finish the last I got to Gemara. It's another five lines, and then we're back into the back into the halacha Gemara. So if you just take five, one more minute, if you could say, Amar Avuna, my dechsev was a pasuk means smach bacha bi alvus secha bi tivcha libcha bi mevichurei secha v'halech b'darchi libcha v'mari necha v'darchi al kol eli yviacha elakim and mishpat. And the pasuk doesn't seem to make any sense because the beginning of the pasuk says a person should be smach bi alvusai, and he should do what he wants to do. He should follow the the sights and what draws him. And then it says because you're going to end up giving din on such a thing. So obviously the first part of the pasuk and the second part of the pasuk don't don't really stem with each other. So ad kan until the words v'da ki al that refers to that's the yetsahara talking to a person, it's telling a person go do whatever you want. Mikan ve'elach in the middle of the pasuk it shifts to the yetsatayv who's telling a person that he should be careful because he's going to have to give a din v'cheshman on everything. So you have to split the pasuk into two. Ashlagish says ad kan um, the first part of divrei Torah. 
and then a person should be Isaac in anything in what he wants to learn. And then it refers to to Mitzvah. And the Pasuk is saying you should learn the simcha and, and, and happiness and with full understanding according to the way you understand it. And you should know on everything that you learned, you're gonna be if you're not Mikhaim what you learn. So the Pasuk is saying learn, learn, learn well, learn the simcha, learn the and then but you also have to be Mikhaim what you learn. If you're not Mikhaim what you learn, you don't do the mitzvahs. So then you're going to be also leaping din the cheshbon. Biris Tahira. The Mishnah said earlier on Samachimah with Aleph. The Mishnah, the end of the Mishnah said that Biris is Tahar, means it's a, something which is not makabel tumah. The yosim of Shabbos, and you can you could, a woman could go out with it on Shabbos. And kavolim is tameim. Kavolim are tameim, means the makabel tumah the in yosim Shabbos. So for our purposes, Biris is something which you can go out with on Shabbos, and Kvolim, you could not go out on Shabbos. Now, what is Beerus, and what is Kvolim? Let us see the Gemara. What is the exact Gemara? Beerus, Tahira. Amar of Yehuda, Beerus, Zu Etzada. Beerus is an Etzada, which is a, a bracelet, which is a bracelet that you put on your arm. Um, that's what a Beerus is. Master of Yosef, Sect of Yosef, if that's what a Beerus is, how could you say that Beerus, Tahira, the Yosem of the Shabbos, an etzada is tame. A bracelet is, is tame. It's a tachshid of an adam, which is makabal tumah. As we know by now, that a kli is makabal tumah, and the tachshid of an adam is makabal tumah. So an etzada is, is makabal tumah. So what do you mean? If the biris is an etzada, so how can the Mishnah say a biris is taira? So, Master of Yosef, biris, again, we're a third of the way down, Tamach Kimon Mazes. Master of Yosef, biris, taira, biyosim, abishabas, ilu etzada, tmei. It doesn't mean that biris is an etzada. A biris is something that where we are an etzada is on the arm. A biris is on the leg, and on means it's tachas means it's under the where the where the biris would go on the arm. So then this goes on the leg, and the purpose of it is not as a tachsit. The purpose of it is to hold up a woman's socks from falling down. Uh, it's, so therefore, it's not considered um, a tachshit, and it's not considered a kli because it's mishamish another kli. It's mishamish begadim. It's not mish, we don't necessarily consider it being mishamish her. It's considering mishamish the begadim, and therefore it's tahira. And the reason why is she's allowed to go out with it on Shabbos is because she can go out with it on Shabbos because she's not going to take it off. Because if she takes it off, then she her socks or gabayim that's socks are going potential to fall down and her shaykh will become the gula and we don't want and she's not going to want the dip but she's not going to take it off okay so that's what that's what beerus is the beerus is is not not on the arm it's on the leg yosef rabin ravuna kamid rabirmia rabin and ravuna were sitting in front of rabirmia the yosef rabirmia were coming down rabirmia was dozing off the yosef rabin and rabin was sitting the kamar and he said the following he said beerus ba'achas and kvalim b'shtayim, biris is on biris is is, so, is on one leg. You just said biris is on a leg, on her thigh or, or shaykh. Biris ba'aches and kvalim b'shtayim. Kvalim is on both. The difference between biris and kvalim is one is one is on one leg and kvalim is when it's on both legs. So, which in and of itself is a very schwer thing to understand. We show them. Uh, bothered by even what the havamina of this was is that uh, so like why would the Mishnah listed as two separate Items obviously they have the same, they should have the same halacha. What, what, what does that mean? Biris ba'achas kvalim b'shtayim. We're going to see. The Gemara is going to explain. Amalei Rav Huna elu ve'elu b'shtayim. They both 
they're both uh, on um, on both. You put a chain, you can put a chain between them, between the two. Um, and they become kvalim. The shalshelas shabai meshabule mana, and the shalshelas is what makes. I mean, it's, it's really a question. Shalshelas shabai meshabule mana. Mana says, what does that mean? All of a sudden, when it's two, is it without a chain? It's a beerus. It's a beerus, and it's tahira. And with the chain connecting the two beerus on each leg, all of a sudden it becomes tmeya because the mission says kvalim tmeya. So Mara is saying, what is that supposed to mean? How can you tell me that, that the difference between the two is whether there's a chain between them or not? So he, again, Ravuna says, Elu ve'elu b'shtayim. What makes some kvalim as opposed to beerus is that there's a chain connecting both of them. If, if a beerus is not considered a kli, and to be makabal tumah, so the fact that there's a chain between them is going to make it into a kli to be makabal tumah, Mara says, maybe. Maybe the reason why it becomes a kli with the shalshelas is because now it functions, now it has a, um, a real function to it. What's the real function? How do you know that, this, we had this Gemara before by talking about a bell, how do you know that a, a, that a kli that makes noise is considered a kli? And it's makabel tuma. How do you know? Maybe that's not considered a function. That's considered a kli. Shenemar, because the pasuk says kol daber sheyave beish. The pasuk by kleimidyon, which is talking about kashering the kleimidyon, so it says anything which is a sheyave beish, tavir beish. We're talking about over there kalim. The kalim that need to be to be to become tahar. Only kalim have to become tahar. It's not really going on a sheyave beish because that's to kasher it out from the tarfus which is in it, but also it's going on the din of tzvila. They have to be table kalim. You only have to be table kalim. You don't have to be table things which are not kalim. And it says over there, kol davar sheyave beish. It needs tzvila, and we darshan kol davar afibu dibur demashma. Davar is a question of dibur, even something which creates a sound, even something which creates sound. And therefore, we would have thought, and maybe that's the reason why. Maybe that's the reason why when there's a shalshelis, it's um, it's going to be considered um, it's going to be considered a kli now. Just like over there, uh, a usage just to make sound, just like a bell to to make sound is considered a kli. Here too, the chain is going to make this into a kli. Now the gemara is going to uh, obviously it's not there to make sound. So what is this doing over here? What is this chain accomplishing over here when you have, if you have a beerus on both legs, on both thighs, what is this chain in between accomplishing? What is accomplishing? There was a mishpacha in Yerushalayim that their steps were wide. They used to take wide steps when they, when they walked. And that created a problem for the girls because they took extra wide steps, so that their gait was extra wide, that would cause the besulim to fall out. So medically it was a problem. Physical, physically it was a problem because the, their, um, their besulis would, would fall out due to their wide steps. So also when kvalim betilu shalshalot b'neim, so they, made, they put these kvalim on and they put a chain between them in order to restrict their walk, their gait, so that it shouldn't be wide steps. So, therefore, there is a tayalot in it. So, that could explain the difference between a beerus and kvalim, because when you put the chain in, so now it functions as a, as a, um, a tashmish for an adam. 
and it's not considered a tashmish of a kli. Just to have, just the beerus itself is considered a tashmish of the kli because all it's doing is holding up a, a woman's sack. So it's a tashmish of the kli, of the sack. Here it's being mishamish the woman herself to prevent her basulim from falling out, and therefore it is considered a kli, and therefore it will be makabal tumah. That explains the difference in beerus and kvalim. Isserbu Rav Yirmiyah, Rav who had been nodding off, nodding off, woke up and he says, Amalu Yiyasha, and he, and he gave his askama, obviously he heard what was being said, Amalu Yiyasha, Bechenem Rav Yechen. He said, Rav Yechen also said this. I also heard this from Rav Yechen on exactly what you just said. Now the Gemara for a little while goes into the, an Indian of, of um, Begad being Makabal Tumah, which we've discussed in the past in the Sech Shabbos, and the Gemara is being a Chadish to us, a Halacha. We know that there's, there's a sheer We've been discussing shiurim of begim makabel tumah. It's boyish tfachim. Three it's boyish generally is the smallest shear. Now we're going to be mechadish over here that there's a shear smaller than that by woven by something that's woven. When you begin to weave a beged, so then even a kosher who is makabel even a kosher of begim is makabel tumah. So zokim al kiyotzer abdimi amar biyach minayim la arig shel kosher shultamei. How do you know that a uh, arik, something which is woven kosher, even a minute, uh, less than three at the shutame, that it's tame? Now, Taisus discusses what what happens to the din of gimel al gimel. How does this fit? If we 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 thought it till now, we thought a beggar needs gimel al gimel. So Taisus discusses over here exactly how this does is not a steer to that. That's talking about if it's the remnants of a beggar gadol. If you remember, it was baloi. Uh, a beged, it was the remnants of a beged. So in order to have the chashivas of a beged, it needs to be three etzboys or three etzboys. But when you're, when uh, when you make something initially, you're making something initially small. You don't mean to make it any bigger than this. You're weaving it to begin with. So then it is makabel tuma even less than that. So that's when it's coming from a big beged. In order to still can be considered a beged, it needs. To, it came from a bigger beged. So in order to still be considered a beged, it has to be three etzboys. But here you're weaving something. Initially, very something even smaller than that. That's also makabel tumah. So he says, <laughs> We learn it out from the tzitz. Now, the, we know that the tzitz was not um, was not made, woven, and the Gemara is going to point that out in a minute. But right now, it seems like we think, and we shine them bothered by this. What the havamina? Well, we think that the tzitz was woven. The tzitz was woven, and the tzitz is a dover muat, something very small. And it's something very small, and it's, and in the clay midyon, it's listed. Sitz is listed as one of the kalim, and it's considered a kli, which is makabel tuma. So you see that something small and woven is makabel tuma. So that's how you know arig is makabel tuma. We learn that out from sitz. And I like the lotion of some meat sitz. I'm only a buyer, but sitz arigu is a sitz arig. Now the sitz that's listed by the clay midyon is not was not a. Not, it was not the tzitz of the Klein Gadol, but it's listed amongst the different kalim that they captured from, from Midian, and it lists the tzitz, and, and uh, the, the tzitz is, is the, we're calling it a tzitz, I mean, it's made the same way that, that our tzitz is made, that the Klein Gadol tzitz is made. So, Zakta Bible, tzitz aruku, batanya tzitz, what was the tzitz of the Klein Gadol war? Kimintas Shalzov, it was a, a tablet of, of gold with Reichum Shteyat Zbois. It was two Zbois wide. Umukat me oizen oizen. It spanned from one ear to the other ear. Vakasavalov, the base sheetin, yud hei lemailo, the kaidish lamid lamata. It's a big machlek to show him how to understand this, exactly how it was situated. Rashi over here, Rampana Alatayra. Um, exactly, we showing them here. Discuss it also how this was how, how it was written. Rashi understands the symbol kipshutai that the bottom the, there were two rows of letters. The bottom row 
said um, Kaidish Lamid, put a Lamid there, and then the upper row said Yud Hey. So you like basically reading it from bottom up, Kaidish Lashem. And I saw this, I saw the tzit in Rome. I was in Rome. I saw the captured tzit that was on display. And because of Kaidish Lashem, the Shidigmar has other places where he says he was in Rome. He saw other details of, so the Parachas. And he says, because of Kaidish Lashem, I saw my own eyes. I saw that it was, Kaidish Lashem was written in one line, not in two different lines. But Al Kapanam, we see that it was a task shows up. It wasn't something that was woven. So how can you tell me that we, we learn now from the tzitz, the tzitz, from the fact that the tzitz is, is a sm- something smaller than three bites and it was woven, and it was, a, so, and it was listed amongst the tachshite uh, by Muhammad's Midian, so therefore it's makabal tzoma. What are you talking about? You see that it's not woven. It's not a woven thing. So, when Rabdimi went up to Nardah, he sent to them, he said, this, this that I told you, I told you that we learn out Arig from Sith is taka mistake. He was asking me, so Dvaram Shmatulchem told him the other was taka mistake. Ram, the truth is kach amru mishum Rabbi Yochanan minayim letachshit kol shehu shehu tamei. That Rabbi Yochanan really said, how do you know a tachshit kol shehu shehu tamei? He doesn't say Arig kol shehu something woven. How do you know a tachshit something which is uh, an ornament? How do you know an ornament ornament kol shehu shehu tamei? That we learn out from Sith. That's what that's what was uh, that's what I should have said. Not what not how do you know something that's arrogant? How do you, how do you know a tachshit kosher was that you learn out tzitz? For me, how do you know an arrogant kosher was telling me that we learn out from oy beged? Oy beged is uh, there's a rivia crop that when it talks about tumas tuma that falls on something, it talks about a sheretz that falls on on a beged. It says v'charla sheipa olav mehem did moisam yitma kliet beged or sak oy kochokli. So it says oy beged. And it says, Oi Begin, the Oi is coming to be Marba, a Tachshit Kolshu. It's coming to be Marba, a Tachshit Kolshu. Okay, that's talking about Tumas Shrotum. And it's talking about a Sheretz. A Sheretz is an Abba Tumas. But Tama Begadim, it says, Oi Begin, Oi Ar, and Oi is a Reboi, and it comes to tell you even something which is Orig. And I, I'm sorry, I take back Tachshit. Orig Kolshu, that's how you know an Orig Kolshu, not Tachshit. That's how you know Orig Kolshu. Tanarabana, we went to the Brisa, continuing on with this, or a kolshu tamay, something which is woven and it's a kolshu, it's tamay. The tachshit kolshu tamay, tachshit kolshu tamay, orig the tachshit kolshu, if they were, if it was one item that was made up of half of it was orig and half of it was a tachshit, that's not orig. Um, where am I? Um, so the tachshit kolshu, um, I just lost the place. One second. Ari kolshu v'tamei v'tachshit kolshu tamay, orig v'tachshit kolshu tamay is also tamay. Moisif sak al habeged. A sack, which the Pasuk explicitly says as well, uh, if it's made out of beged or, or sack, sack is more chamer ala beged, shetami mishum arik. It's tami because of, of arik. Now, the Gemara is going to explain what in the world that's supposed to mean, but it, it's trying to explain how a sack is, is more chamer than a beged. Might of sack ala beged, that it's, it's tami mishum arik. We'll see what that's supposed to mean. Amar Rabbah. Orig kolshu tamei oibeged. As we just got finished saying before, orig is tamei kolshu, even from the word oibeged, tachshit kolshu tamei mitzit. Orig v'tachshit. This is what we just got finished saying. Orig and tachshit together are tamei. That we learn our orig v'tachshit kolshu tamei mikol kli meisa. It comes from a riboy of kol kli meisa. Now that kol kli meisa, it says it by by klemidjan. <clears throat> Now, there's two parshas in the Torah. We have Klimidjan that we're learning things out from. We're also from the parsha of Sheretz, 
when sheretz is matame. When a sheretz is matame, that's a certain type of tumma. And when a mace is matame, that's a, another type of tumma. So, you can't learn out. You just, you, you just told me that uh, if it's orig and a taksha together, the kli is half orig and half taksha, it's tamay koshu, you learn out from kli maisa. But that was said by tamay mace. Maybe it's only over there where tamay mace is a chamer de Maybe a tumma sheret, if a sheret touches something which is half orig and half taksha, maybe it's not going to be tamay. You can't learn out one from the other. That says by Mijin, which was Tomei Mace. Maybe Tomei Mace is, is more Chomer than Tomei Sheret, so you can't learn out one from the other. Amalei Kli 